I'm Steph. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to Spirited Spirits. Tuesday was election day in the U.S., mm-hmm. and while we didn't vote for a new president, it got me thinking about the White House and the stories I have heard about it being haunted. I could see that. I mean, the number of families have been in the White House and um, just like the power that it holds. I'm kind of wondering if it's just like, you know, entities or like you know ghosts kind of like come back there right so i thought it might be fun to feature the white house in my series on real haunted houses well it is the most important house i guess (laughs) at least yeah in the u.s so instead of arguing about politics and which political party should be in power let's talk about the paranormal it's way more fun to discuss in my opinion (laughs) i fucking hate politics um well now (laughs) the spirits of people who once lived in and visited the white house seem to linger there even jenna bush hager talked about a creepy experience that she had while she lived in the white house in 2018 jenna told hoda on the today show that her phone rang in the middle of the night waking her and her sister up and i guess they had a shared bedroom and there was a fireplace in their bedroom and they started to hear 1920s piano music coming from the fireplace. I could see, okay, the 1920s music from the fireplace seems more like haunting, mm-hmm. like in quotes, rather than just the random phone call. I mean, anybody could have randomly. Anyone could have called her and woke them up. But, but the point here is they heard this music coming from the fireplace. Right. And it wasn't just a one time thing. They actually, a week later, heard opera music coming from within the fireplace there's a hell of a party happening in that fireplace <laughs> and they they tried to talk themselves out of it like try to think of something logical but jenna actually mentioned it to a worker at the white house mm-hmm. like a security guard or some a guy there at the white house that she knew and he actually confirmed that he too had heard some strange noises right so I, this was a, this was apparently a very uh, frequent occurrence at the White House. So yeah, I think a place with that that much history is going to have something. Yeah. And so that makes sense. Right. All right. So before we officially mm-hmm. dive in into these historical hauntings, let's tell people what we're drinking tonight, Steph. Yes. Well, we are drinking a Negroni Spigliato with Prosecco. Oh my gosh. That was my best impression. <laughs> and you've been working on that for the past hour. For days. I've been working on it for 
for days, let's be honest. Okay, I just had to try it after, like, it's been, like, a whole social media thing, and I had wanted to try it. I had the sweet vermouth. Um, I went and got some Campari, Campari, and um, I was like, well, it's it's sparkling season. I'm going to grab some Prosecco. And so, and we, so Drew and I have been watching the House of the Dragon. Yeah, we're we're behind on that because like all well, of October. Well, we were behind. Now we're October, caught up. Yeah, all of October we were watching horror movies. Yeah, it was spooky season, and, and so you know we got to watch horror movies all the right. time. So we're officially caught up mm-hmm. on all of House of the Dragon, which man, great show, like old Game of Thrones before it went to shit. You weren't sure um, if you were going to like it, though. I was unsure. you're a Stark guy. I am a Stark guy. Yeah, I am all you're about... not as so much about the Targaryens. Right. I I am definitely a fan of the Starks and my boy Jon Snow, who should have been on He should have been. Not Bran Stark. Yeah. Um, We can go into that I conversation. I like Daenerys, but she got screwed over. Well, she, well, we can have a whole conversation about Game of Thrones another Yeah, time. we're not going to do that now. But um, anyway... So we, we just had to try, though, um, the Negroni Pigliato <laughs> with Prosecco. I, I have to say, I don't know if I'm a fan of it. I like it. I, but he, yeah, so you feel like it's... Well, so I, okay, I I like bitters, but I Campari is, like, extremely bitter. It's It tastes like you were literally drinking the rind of an orange, and the rind's not, like, the best part of an orange. Hmm. So it overpowers everything. So I, I, I taste like the gin. I taste the vermouth. I taste the Prosecco. And then on the back end, it's all bitter. I guess. Maybe. Because Negroni Spigliato actually has, instead of gin, it has, so a regular Negroni has gin, but Spigliato means accident in Italian. And so they accidentally put sparkling Prosecco in instead of gin so they must add extra prosecco to maybe cut some oh, of that i didn't know that that's interesting yeah that's what i read whether or not it's true i don't know okay <laughs> okay so let's talk about the hauntings at the white house that's what people came here for so okay. let's dive in yeah okay People have reported seeing ghosts and hearing strange noises since the mid-19th century. One of the most well-known and frequently seen ghosts in the White House is Abraham Lincoln. No surprise there, I would say. He is usually seen and felt the most often in the Lincoln bedroom, which had been his office. Now, if you'll remember, the Lincolns were very spiritual people. They were into the spiritualism. Yes. Um... After the death of their son, Abraham Lincoln's wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, actually would hold seances. There was like a red room, I guess, at the White House, and she would hold seances trying to communicate with her son. Do you think that maybe if this is if this is a true haunting, that maybe that's why the veil is so thin? Well, because they obviously the opened idea... a portal, it sounds like to me. They well, opened my, a portal. Well, the, the whole thing is they're communicating with the other side. Right. There's already been communication on the other side, and it's like, Oh, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a ghost. I've not been a ghost, but <laughs> I guess not ma- been a ghost? I've not been a ghost. So I'm kind of wondering if like, if you're a ghost, are there like these spots where people have done seances where like the, the veil is thinner so you can reach out and like 
I think actually, so if we're talking, like, as we progress through the Real Haunted Houses series, I think we'll find that a lot of these locations, there's a portal. There's clearly a portal that's opened up and allows spirits to come in if that, you know, because I think of the Sally house and how we talked last time how there was like a pentagram on the ground. And I think there's been a portal that's opened up in some way. Um, I think Waverly is the same way, and I think that the White House is, is that way. And I'm not going to feature, obviously, Waverly because it's not a house right. in the series, and we've already talked about it in a previous podcast. I think it was episode two. Um, but I think there's portals that open up, and it allows spirits to move freely throughout so the space. I'm not. I'm not trying to talk out of my ass. So let's. Oh. Like, so let's. So <laughs> that's what you do all the time on this podcast. That's I'm probably, kidding. Uh, thank you. you. Which is thank great. you. <laughs> I guess. I guess my thought process with the whole thing of why certain places maybe be like a beacon of activity too is like the, you know remember in Stranger Things. Yes. Where he's like the, the acrobat and the bee and yes. how there's like you know with a dimension like you know they fold in on themselves and like so there's a there's a spot where it's like the thinnest where something could come through like in that case the demogorgon right so i'm thinking like hey like are there these places where people have done seances where now it's the thinnest where Mm -hmm. people where you know spirits can reach over and it's a little easier for them to contact the living could be so so in my further like Saying like, Ar- and, I, and I'm not trying to steal like Buzzfeed unsolves or like you know the watch like Arcos real type of situation, but just like you know, are these things really happening? We have places that have trauma or like a large history, mm-hmm. but then also places that have like a séance done. Is that where play like those type of experiences can happen? Because right. there's certain things that have like certain boxes that have to be checked off. Mm. Like lots of trauma or lots of history mm-hmm. and then places where seances or, or, or those type of communication has been occurring. Well, let's let's continue to go through the list of some things here of ghosts that I've I've discovered here at the White House. And then maybe okay. we'll see if that helps enhance your theory. All or right. OK. Um, in more recent times, President Reagan never claimed to see Lincoln's ghost. But his dog, Rex, would bark outside Lincoln's bedroom. President Reagan's daughter and son-in-law also claimed to sense the presence of Abraham Lincoln while they stayed in the room. Okay. So, possible. Okay. Um, People have also reported seeing the ghost of a woman named Anna Surratt, who is said to bang on the doors of the White House. Legend says that she's desperately seeking a pardon for her mother, who was actually killed because she was considered a co- she was named as a co-conspirator in the death of President Lincoln. She was part of a group of people who was with right. John Wilkes Booth, who was actually killed um, okay. for their part in potentially in in Abraham Lincoln's death. So she actually was trying to say her mother was innocent and was trying to get a pardon for her mother before she was actually killed. Um, Also, there's the spirit of an unknown British soldier who died in the burning of the White House. Now, did Mm. you know the White House had had been burned during the War of 1812? Yeah, I remember something about that. Yeah. Okay. So he is said to haunt the grounds of the White House, and people have claimed to see him carrying a torch... As he eternally wanders around the lawn. So, do you know when the last time somebody saw 
that spirit specifically? I don't. I don't have that okay. information. Because no. again, that goes back to the trauma piece. I mean, yeah. dying, dying in the burning of the White House. Well, and so from all my research so far, it seems like these are not intelligent spirits. These are um, potentially um, like reliving their. Yes. This, these are, um, what's the right terminology? They're not intelligent. They are. Um, I don't know. I've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, like they're, they're reliving their They're previous... reliving what has happened to them. Yeah. Although there's one, I'll, I'll get to that when we get, when we come to it. But, um, oh, I'm going to blank on that right now. You know what I'm talking about though. Right. Keep going. Okay. We'll figure it out. All right. Visitors to the East Room have reported smelling fresh laundry and lavender. The room was once used to hang fresh laundry when First Lady Abigail Adams lived there in the 1800s. So again, residual, 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 residual. Okay, residual haunting. So the smelling of fresh laundry and lavender, if that was the room, it had been an unfinished room, I guess, when First Lady Abigail Adams lived there. In the 1800s. So if that's where she hung her laundry and now the room has been finished and, and, you know, completed and we have visitors in the room and they start smelling that, it could be residual energy left behind from that time period. Right. And that's what I think some of the Abraham Lincoln stuff potentially is as well. It could be residual energy. It's him just maybe... Um, because he's wrestling with different things during his presidency and in his, that energy has been left behind in the, in the Lincoln room. Mm-hmm. And that's what people are picking up on. Cause it's, it's not of, like he's walking up to anyone and being like, hi, Hello, I'm Lincoln. how's it going? I'm Abraham Lincoln. Remember me? Right. Um, it's interesting though. Cause also again, we kind of talk about how, and I think this happens in like in movies too, mm-hmm. where like, I'm thinking like the sixth sense where like, you know, he sees, Mm-hmm. the ghosts and it's like how they died the people and so, hanging in the yes but but yeah. but also there are ghosts uh, well there's ghosts that are like trying to tell their story mm-hmm. and it's usually like how they died right yeah but abraham but, lincoln then would haunt the theater right right so maybe in this theory that we're thinking of is that it's not just like a haunting of how i died but like these are the most important parts of my life that i'm kind of reliving on right tape, like so on like tape. anna surratt that was important for her to try. She was trying to get a pardon for her mother mm-hmm. and her mother's part in whatever, if she even pay, played a part in this co-conspiracy of, um, of Abraham Lincoln's death with John Wilkes Booth. And so she's reliving this, this having to bang on the doors of the white house. Let me in, you know, yeah. trying to help save her mother's life in the, those last moments, mm-hmm. but she's too late. You know, it, it, her mother was killed. Right. And see, so that's, she never she never got to save her mother's life, and so she's reliving that now in the afterlife. I know, but it's interesting too that you know you talk about also Abigail Adams, yes, and how she was just like they can smell just fresh laundry. laundry and stuff like that. So it's just interesting. Like I don't know, and I, again talking about ghosts and what the rules are with ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's like you know how do we say like. How do you come through? Like, why Like why is it? Like, I feel like when we've talked about it in the past, I'm, I'm a firm believer with, like, places, again, and I feel like I've said this numerous times, is, like, trauma or, a, a, like, a lot of history and, like, important things happening. Mm-hmm. Laundry is not one of those. Well, no. So, but, but so that's what I'm saying is, like, why is that 
that why is that one? I, I don't, don't know. know. So I don't know, but you know, people have in many uh, haunted locations they have reported smells. Yes, maybe fi- cigar like um we talked about I think in the Savannah episode we talked about the cigar smoke or or that that someone has been smoking cigars in one of the places right I think and that lingering sense of smell it's still there right I think olfactory type of you know things like that are very important yeah yeah um so in the yellow oval room people have claimed to see the ghost of Thomas Jefferson he has reported he's been apparently he laughs he swears and he's been known to stomp his feet okay <laughs> and first Mary, first lady mary todd lincoln claimed to hear the ghost of thomas jefferson playing the violin in this room so she she reported that she thought thomas jefferson was playing his violin in this room right so hmm interesting okay also, did you know the land that the White House was built on, and actually a lot of um, the capital city, uh, David Burns had owned. David Burns was this wealthy Scottish man. Okay. And he had owned land there, and he actually sold that land to do the White House. And he has been seen and heard throughout the White House and the land on which it's now built. People have also heard him in the Oval Office. In fact, there was someone who reported that his, his spirit came. This sounds to me intelligent. His spirit came up to this person and said, I am David Burns. And then just disappeared. <laughs> that's like, that's the weirdest ghost like thing that you could. I, like, I hear, well, cause, I mean, hello, I guess, here's my name. Well, because like how else would how else would you know? It's not, he's not going to be as visibly um, identified think, right. as like Abraham Lincoln do you would think, be. Okay, so okay, so he's like, hey, uh, you don't recognize me. I'm David Burns. That's okay. That's hilarious. Okay, let's just <laughs> let's just like break that down for a second. It's like if you're thinking of here's the White House, mm-hmm. and then there's like a shadow realm on the other side of the White House, like I, and like where all the ghosts are. <laughs> And then they're like, you know, oh yeah, like I, I got recognized today. Like, you know, I'm, <laughs> like, Abraham, I'm Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. I'm Thomas Jefferson. And, and then, and then like Dave Burns, like, oh, I got, no one knows the fuck I am. <laughs> He's like the Charlie Brown like, ghost. He's like, I got a rock. <laughs> this poor I'm guy. David Burns. I got a rock. <laughs> okay, <fuck>? sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The ghost of Andrew Jackson has also been seen and heard. Um, Jackson's ghost is said to allow this deep guttural laugh. So, babe, okay. give me your best ge- deep guttural laugh. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Ooh, uh. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. Why is he letting out a guttural laugh? I don't know. He just apparently thinks something's really funny in the afterlife. Okay. <laughs> so many famous people have claimed to hear or see things while they stayed at the White House. President Teddy Roosevelt, First Lady Grace Coolidge, President Harry Truman, and even Prime Minister Winston Churchill. He claimed to also kind of sense... The presence of Abraham Lincoln there in the 
so is so Abraham Lincoln is like the number one. He's person. he is the most famous okay spirit in the White House. Yes. Okay. Which makes sense again because he was a product of spiritualism, and he was him, his wife especially. You think Mary Todd Lincoln would be roaming those halls because she was all about spiritualism and seances and. So that doesn't surprise me do at we, all. Do we know if she tried to do a seance to bring him? Like, I don't know back, that. Or not I'm, back, there might like, be there might be some information on that. I just didn't discover it in my that would be bit of research. That would be interesting to know. Like, okay, so he gets assassinated. Yeah. And she's really into spiritualism. Yeah, I mean, she was so, she was with her son. She was trying to reach out and communicate with her son who had died. I then I guarantee she probably. Did. Mm-hmm. So my thought process is now, like... Did she open a door and then he's come through and he's not been able to... Re- to right. Maybe. So you just have, like, Abraham Lincoln ghost, like, just wandering the halls of the White House. He's like, fuck, how do I get out of here? Right. God damn it. Where, how, where's the <laughs> fucking door? Back to heaven. <laughs> the door back to heaven. All right. So, okay. So most recently... this I think you'll find this interesting, babe. Okay. Most recently... Former First Lady Michelle Obama said both her and President Obama sensed the presence of a ghost inside their bedroom. She also said her family felt that a spirit was gnawing at their feet in their bed at night. What the fuck? Like that? Like gnawing at their their feet. That feels like a demon to me. What if it's Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> Abraham's Lincoln, I don't worry about me. I'm just going to sit here and gnaw on your feet. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. This is our... The we're, we're like, is really, really affecting me. Yeah, it this, doesn't help that we also announced a dinner for a date night beforehand, and I had a regular Negroni, and now I've had a Negroni. Spigato. Babe, you've said it like 15 okay, times. I'm done. I'm sorry. Um, okay, well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, so how do you feel about that? What do you think I mean, about what you've heard so far? I don't know. I, I think you've had so many famous people, so many people of high caliber, these politicians who've lived in the White House, and they're claiming all of these things have happened to them. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, I think, it, it, like, like I said before, I think it's a couple things. One... There's a lot of history with the White House. There's a lot of families that go in and out. Um, you know, from what you say about, you know, Lincoln's wife with the spiritualism, I think I I'm wondering if she did like some type of seance to like open a portal, well, to open con- a doorway, yeah, to contact him after he got assassinated, and now he. Is, it's not is just there. him. I know, but he's the most he's the most seen one. Right. So I think that's. Something of note to think about. Mm-hmm. I I have no idea what to think about with the Obamas and the gnawing of the feet. You said that's a demon. I don't. I don't even know what that is. Like maybe they have a mouse problem. I don't because like <laughs> I that just doesn't fit with anything else. Like that doesn't fit with anything else that's been said. And I love the Obamas. I, that just that I don't know. You don't know what to think. I about. don't know what to think of that. Well. I trust her, so she said that's what's happened. Right. That's what happened to her. So I want to know. I want to know what the follow up was. Like, did she tell a staff member? And then, they well, were... you know what, Michelle Obama, if you're listening to this podcast, please be a. We'd like to have yes, you on to hear more you on about, your about your experiences <laughs> at the White House. Right. 
Yeah, if you're listening to this 23-minute like, <laughs> podcast about the White House called Spirited Spirits, and you can be you our first know. guest. You never know. You never know. Okay, so one last thing. This is not exactly White House related, okay. but I found it in my research, and I just had to mention it. Okay. I just thought it would be fun. Um, so this relates to our nation's capital. Okay. According to the website whitehousehistory.org, one of the best known ghost stories is that of the demon cat. So maybe it's the demon cat that was gnawing on her feet. Oh shit, you didn't bring that up before. Okay, well hold on. The demon cat is an oversized evil cat that frightens unsuspecting people in prominent federal government buildings. The appearance of the demon cat is said to be a bad omen. There was an article in the Washington Post in 1898 about the demon cat. So this has been going on for hundreds of years. And it said that the demon cat initially appeared as a regular house cat. But it would grow to the size of an elephant. So you're talking, what? and it was often described as a tabby cat. So imagine a normal tabby house cat. Okay. But then it grows to the size of an elephant. And the first recorded story of the demon cat was during the Civil War in 1862. 1862. The demon cat appeared in a bakery that was in the basement of the U.S. Capitol. So this bakery kind of like helped feed the soldiers. Okay. Supposedly a guard fired a shot at the cat and it disappeared. Stephanie, that's fucking bonkers. What, is, <laughs> what the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, so, okay. So if anyone's interested, WhiteHouseHistory.org was really fascinating. It was really cool. And I they were doing, obviously, it was spooky stuff for Halloween season. Right. Just trying to like... But I didn't know. I've never heard okay. of the demon cat. Okay. okay, first of all, let's break this down for a second. It's a fucking a, demon cat. It's a demon cat that you said appears like a regular house cat and then grows to the size of an elephant. Elephant, yes. <laughs> Can what you imagine? Fuck? How do we send that thing after Marjorie Taylor Green? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, um, but... I, uh yeah anyway, anyway. <laughs> so but that's we're not gonna talk politics babe okay no I, uh, anyway so that's crazy just thinking about okay I, i'm saying the people that saw that were on some type of like hallucinogenic no they drug. couldn't have been they, they have to be stephanie you can't tell what are me. they doped up on sourdough it's a bakery they, they like got. They have some yeast in their nose, and they're they're snorting, and they're oh, you're seeing saying a demon 18, cat. You're saying eighteen sixty two. I'm sure there's absinthe at some time being brought over. Oh, Stephanie, oh my God. A, but a it's, still being, it's still being reported. It's still being reported, and it's a time? bad. I don't know. When was last I'm gonna. Time? You want me to Google it real quick? No. I'm gonna Google this demon cat. Hold on, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna pause for a second. So I just looked it up, and the last. Notable sighting of the demon cat was in 1963, according to businessinsider.com, just before the assassination of JFK. Fucking JFK. The demon cat was last seen before he died. Hold on. It's okay. There have been no reports of the demon cat being seen prior to more recent national crises. 
Like the January 6th attack on the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> this is from BusinessInsider.com. Well, okay. well, I mean, Demon Cat, you should have warned us about that shit, too. Demon Cat should have warned us. That's like Mothman. That is. Is he is he's is like cryptid? The, he's a cryptid. He should have warned us about a lot more shit, man. He's very... You know what, Demon Cat? I'm not impressed by you. Mothman would have let us know. <laughs> we need to talk, talk about Mothman. We need too. to talk about Mothman. I'm really... I want to... I definitely want to go into Mothman. All right. Because I, yeah. Well. What do you think? I I need to process Demon, <laughs> demon Cat. You need to process Demon Cat. <laughs> yeah. So, well, um, another short episode this week about the haunted houses. Um, yeah. So, but thank you again for tuning in and listening to us talk about spirits. And we hope you continue to listen to us as we talk about spirits. As we sip on spirits. Yes. Bye. Bye.